Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of a very special DTSF podcast and vodcast put on by the people at Downtown Sioux Falls, Inc. and the amazing crew over at Think 3D Studio. My name is Sadie Swear, and I am the Community Outreach Coordinator for DTSF. And of course, we have our fearless leader, Joe Batchelor, the president of DTSF. Hey, folks. Good to see you. And we've been putting this whole entire podcast series together to make sure that through these difficult times, we are keeping our DTSF small business owners and community informed, educated, and really motivating us all to come together about available resources, answering really important questions, and just making sure that we are a community through all of this and making sure that you you know that you're not alone. And so we have brought guests from a variety of different industries and organizations. And we've had people, small business owners, we've had presidents of the community foundations. And today I'm very excited to bring a special guest who is one of the newest boutique owners in downtown Sioux Falls. And this is a place that's quickly becoming a staple store right on Phillips Avenue. And this boutique has a mission that's focused on advocating and enhancing the quality of life of not only the users of their products, but also the makers of the products that they're selling. And so we're very excited to have this community leader on with us today. Please help welcome the owner of Terrace Shepherd Apothecary and Boutique, Sarah Jameson. Hi, Sarah. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Hi, Sadie. Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for coming on with us today, Sarah. Um, I'm just really excited, you know, we're going to talk about some different stuff, but one of my favorite things about you and the store is talking about the name. So can you just talk about what the name of your business means and, you know, the mission that's making your business stand apart from a lot of the different organizations in downtown? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like you said, Tara Shepard's mission is rooted in sustainability and eco-friendly goods and making goods that align with our customers' values accessible and easy to find. Uh, There are a lot of those buzzwords in the world, (laughs) eco-friendly, green, sustainable, ethical. So it can be really difficult to kind of weed through the greenwashing and find the makers and brands that are truly walking the walk. And when I started looking at wanting to open a store, I I kind of kept falling back on these values and accessibility to these values. Um, when I started trying to develop what this boutique would look like before I even knew that the store itself would come to fruition. My husband and I were having discussions about different names and if we actually, if the store actually came into existence, what it would be called. And we were on a walk on the bike trails long before I even actually seriously started delving into this. And we landed on Tara Shepherd. Um, As you know, or maybe don't know, everything in the store has been sourced with sustainability and ethical production in mind, both of those values. And it was very important to me to open a place and start a community centered around these values and to make 
sustainable goods and ethically produced goods accessible right here in Sioux Falls. And Tara Shepard uh, was a gift from my husband. He coined the name, but Tara, T-E-R-R-A is the Latin word for earth. And Shepard is just this all-encompassing idea that we are the caretakers and protectors of our earth and the people that inhabit it. And it is our responsibility to make it a better place. So with that conversation, one day on the bike trails, Tara Shepard was born and we went forward from there. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Um, great name. And, uh, I, I guess, you know, I, I think if you can help our audience understand a little bit more about uh, the products that you carry, we hear a lot about um, fair trade and um, organic materials in, uh, you know, it's it's been around nationwide. I think it started to really gain traction maybe about a decade ago, but we haven't really seen anything like that in Sioux Falls. Um, very widespread. And I think that it would be interesting to hear um, just uh, like, what is fair trade? What does that mean for, you know, the people producing these goods? Um, and how has the local market responded to your offerings? Yeah, um, I think the easiest way to frame what fair trade means is simply prioritizing people and the environment over profit. And not to say that profit is inherently bad. Uh, businesses need to make money to be healthy and to survive. But one of the main tenets of fair trade is making sacrifices to reinvest in the places where goods are being made, reinvesting in the people who create these goods to ensure that they have a safe working environment. They have benefits, they have access to healthcare, um, over simply making the biggest margins possible and ensuring that goods are made in a manner that is respectful of the environment and helps sustain the environment rather than just depleting resources. So that idea of people and planet over profit, I think are the easiest ways to sum up what fair trade is and along with your question about how uh, this idea and the shop and products have been received, um, I was honestly nervous. It, as I was explaining this idea to people before the store opened, as I was applying for loans and all of these things, um, also wasn't used to or accustomed to explaining this idea. So it was met with a lot of blank stares and like, oh, you know, that sounds nice or <laughs> cute idea. Um, but that all washed away, I think when we had, within the first two pop-up shops that I had before the store opened, people were excited. And I've heard many times since then that Sioux Falls was ready for this, the community needed this. And before we even opened, that was, it really put my mind at ease. Like it, the first year, couple of years, five years, I know we're going to be a long road. This first year has definitely <laughs> had its uh, trials, but I think the most powerful thing is just 
the community that is centered around this business. And I trust that that is what will help sustain us because it's not just products. It's not just stuff. Um, all of those things and those missions behind all of the products are important, but it's the community that surrounds us that is that is so powerful. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. I'd, I'll never forget, Sarah, when you did a One Million Cups presentation. And after the presentation, I remember coming up and talking to you and you just had this congregation around you and saying like, thank you so much for starting this store. It's so needed in this area. And I was like, wow, there really is a, a group that needs this kind of product and this kind of store and this kind of mission. So I think you've absolutely found a home in people who need you and need your business. And so even with everything going on, like you said, it's been a whirlwind of a first year, but I think people are finding comfort in what the stories of how they've adjusted or pivoted during COVID-19. Of course, we're coming out of it and trying to safely navigate that. But do you want to share some of the ways that you were innovated during that time or creating new ways that you could still reach your customer? Yeah, absolutely. We're still um, not completely up and running. I, I want to be more cautious uh, and overly cautious, I guess. Our Again, our mission is rooted in social responsibility. So I want to make sure that myself and especially my team feel 100% comfortable and safe in our space. But I am happy that we do have store hours now. But after I made the decision to close our doors to the public, I brainstormed with my team and quickly developed ideas and ways to begin uh, delivery local, which is still available and you can find on our website. Um, and we just started experimenting more with creating try-ons so we could share the clothes that we carry in the store on customers and some of the people that we serve. We would essentially um, create a tote full of clothes to drop off at their doorstep so that individual could do a try-on session for us and tag us, um, but to share in our Instagram stories, but to better reach our customers and for people to see clothes on. We started our Facebook group to just connect and provide a place where people could ask questions or share articles about sustainable living, uh, sustainable fashion and things like that. And we've carried, we typically have done donation-based yoga classes in store, which have not resumed yet, but we have started the in-store yoga um, via Zoom in our Facebook group. So we've done that as well. And just getting more comfortable with communicating online and making the personal connections that I feel like we are so good at making face-to-face, -face, but getting comfortable doing that in store as well. One thing that uh, my full-time team member Tuesday started doing via Instagram, if someone would DM us, she would not only answer the question, but send a video message so that whoever she was talking about could see 
you know, the human on the other side um, of the screen, just to provide a little more of that personal connection. And that has, that has been fun too. I, uh, I'm, I'm curious. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, businesses have had to adapt and it's been challenging for all of them in this difficult time. And, um, so do you, do you have any pointers for businesses if, if they want to, um, learn from what you've done, not only in response to COVID, but even sustainable business practices? Like what are, what are some things that businesses can do if they just want to lessen their footprint on the environment? I think one of our core values is that small changes have the ability to create a tremendous impact. And I think that's the biggest thing to focus on. It doesn't have to be an all for nothing. You don't have to completely stop doing business the way that you're doing it. Maybe you just start implementing with one thing. And like at Terra Shepherd, um, I take sustainability and these practices into account from the products that we sell in the store down to the toilet paper we use in our restroom. Um, but maybe it's just, you know, starting a subscription for your business with a sustainable plastic free toilet paper brand. Um, it can be really, really easy and just don't overcomplicate it. Um, and I'm always happy to answer questions because behind the scenes and to truly feel like I was, you know, walking the walk in this practice, we try to make these values permeate throughout the business, including behind the scenes. And so this includes the shipping materials that we use. We, I only purchase plastic-free shipping materials. We also reuse a lot of shipping materials that are shipped to us when we have shipments come in. Um, our bags and other packaging are all 100% recycled and compostable materials. Um, you can buy in bulk rather than buying tons of plastic bottles, of cleaning supplies, buy in bulk. It can really be the simplest of things. So I think that's the biggest thing to emphasize. Um, and my sincere hope is that I don't want Tara Shepherd in five years to be the sustainable boutique, the, you know, ethical boutique. I, it's my sincere hope that it is a well-loved clothing and wellness boutique in downtown Sioux Falls. And it just becomes more regular practice of how we, how we do business and how we buy goods. But I, I would love to have conversations if people do have questions, but focus on one thing at a time. Don't make it overwhelming. And even if it's something that's really easy to implement, embrace that. Don't feel like it's not enough just because it's easy. Great. Wonderful. I love that. And shout out, I have to say, I love the clothes in that boutique. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. And one of my favorite things is the jewelry at Tara Shepherd. And you can tell when somebody else is wearing the jewelry. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Out in the wild, you're like, I know that pair of earrings is from Tara Shepherd because they're so cute and unique. And you're just like, I see you. I see you with those Tara Shepherd earrings. But Back to the important thing, when you talk about small changes making big effects, I think that's something we can think about, especially now. 
when we're at a time when we need to thrive and not just survive. And this is the time when businesses want to take these big changes, or this is the time when they can redevelop a lot of their processes or think differently about how they're doing things. So I think your message about even thinking about those little things to change and be more sustainable is really applicable to all of those businesses right now. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing too in this journey as we grow, because we're always evolving no matter what we do and always growing, or at least we should be, um, because I don't think we're ever done. We're never doing anything perfectly because perfection doesn't exist, but just ensuring that we're doing things in a way that's sustainable to ourselves or even as business owners, because I think it can also sometimes be tempting to take on too much. Um, and if we end up having that analysis paralysis where we're completely overwhelmed and we don't do anything, that's not helping things either. So yeah, just the small changes aspect is so huge to me because small changes become habit and they're sustainable uh, for us as human beings. And I think that's, that's the key. It's better to do something than to do nothing at all. Absolutely. And we're actually approaching the end of our time already. And so, Sarah, we always end all of these podcast vodcasts with our guests sharing some kind of message of hope that's delivered to these small business owners who are listening or just the public of Sioux Falls and our whole community. So please share that. I think just repeating that sentiment that small changes can have a tremendous impact and that as business owners, even as a small business owner, um, we are we have a platform to have our voices heard. And I think we're seeing now more than ever that our voices can be a power for good and for hope. So not being afraid to share what's on your heart and just committing to those small changes and that commitment to growth is really powerful. Awesome. That's so great. And thank you so much, first of all, for coming on with us today and taking the time to talk about your business and what you've been going through and sharing with other businesses about what they can do to, of course, become more sustainable. But we just want to make sure to all those business owners out there, you are not alone. We are here. Uh, Sarah is here. Tara Shepard is another business you can reach out to. There's so many resources that you can look into for help. And if you're a supporter of small businesses, make sure that you are still buying gift cards. A lot of these businesses are opening up now. So make sure you're safely supporting them. You can go out, make sure you're buying gift card or gifts and ordering takeout and supporting all of our local businesses. So Sarah, thanks again. And if you want to listen to more of these podcasts or watch these videos, you can go to the DTSF Connections on YouTube at the DTSF channel, or you can listen to other podcasts on anywhere you stream podcasts. Thanks, thanks. you guys. I miss you. Thanks, <laughs> oh my Sarah. God, you too. Thank you Keep so up much. the great work. Will do. Talk to you soon. Yes. Okay. Bye, you guys. Bye.